you're looking for professional help, look no further than RAM Accounting and Consulting. Corporate Assurance Tax Services, accounting and consulting services specializing in small business and non-for-profit organizations, personal finance and tax accounting, GST preparation, audit preparation, AGLC compliance and reporting, payroll and compliance services. You can contact them on their website or you can phone them at 403-336-3640. Their website is ramaccounting.ca. Welcome to the Business Life of Husband and Wife podcast. A show based on real experiences in business and life. Hey guys, welcome back. Episode 48 today. Mm-hmm. We're getting We're getting so close to the end a first, of season of the first one. season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's actually crazy to think about that we did, we've done almost, a, well, 11, we're on month 12 yeah. of episodes. That's wild. And one a week. It's been crazy. But we were talking about last episode. I buggered up. I can't do math. I had an issue. <laughs> I said I want to do 52 episodes with our bonus episodes and it ends up the way that we started actually in the middle of February and not yeah, the beginning of bad. February. So I can't do math on Anyhow. how many weeks we had. So we're probably going to end up at 51, maybe get 52 squeezed in before the New Year's. So you guys will get some will bonus happen. episodes. But we'll see. We'll see with time permitting with yes. <laughs> how busy it <laughs> is. Because Yeah, we are literally trying to cram five weeks of work into three weeks of actually productivity right now. Mm-hmm. So we will see if it happens. Anyways, today, oh, I guess yeah. I, forgot, I forgot a part. The formats. I forgot the formats. You're just okay. jumping right in. You go. You start. Okay. If you guys have listened before, you know that we have three different formats of the show. Um, if you're new to listening, uh, what we do is the first format, we have husband and wife teams on that run businesses together. They kind of give us the behind the scenes and all the nitty gritty of the fun shit behind the scenes. And then uh, <laughs> our, our second format that we have is we have different business experts and everything on. So what we do like this year, we've had accountants, lawyers, um, HR specialists, marketing specialists, that type of thing, just to kind of give us the 101, the very basics um, this year for season one. And then next year we'll be expanding into more complex stuff. And then a the third and final format is what we have is our Q&A episodes. So that is for any of our listeners that have any questions or either about our lives or business or anything that you think you would value our opinion on, um, then we are happy to answer those as well. And you can submit those on the top right-hand corner of our website at businesslifeofhusbandandwife.ca. So there's or, this feel. Or, or you can DM us too on, on Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. You can send a tweet, whatever you need to do. Um, submit your questions. And we are hoping to get that episode out to you guys. Um, I think it's New Year's Eve mm-hmm. will be that episode. But anyways, that's neither here nor today. there. So t- today, now I'm <laughs> back. Now I know where we're supposed to be. I'm back here. All right. So today we have a couples episode. Mm-hmm. So this is awesome. We haven't actually had a couple that contract together before no you guys are the first ones so i'm gonna let you guys introduce yourself because i butcher (laughs) names i'm horrible with names so i'm gonna let you guys introduce yourself and your company here quick sounds good so my name is trisha arsenault keith arsenault we run (laughs) guns and hoses roofing out of uh just north of oak Oaks here roofing exteriors and insulation correct correct. (laughs) in threes look we just did an episode (laughs) you guys can go back it's all in threes now it's gonna stick roofing exteriors and insulation boom (laughs) there's something about that that we were talking about that just before we get started. We were talking about that on a previous episode <clears throat> called the rule of threes. For some reason, like the best things always like, because it's the first pattern that your brain recognizes, it's always three. So whether it's like the three words, three phrases, like we were talking about just do it. Like the Nike. It's, oh, oh, yeah. So I was like, hey, you guys have that. It's, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you've got three letters. Yeah. Great marketing, uh, guys. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it, you probably didn't even realize it, really. No. 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 Neither did we. I mean, we, like, I knew everything happens in threes, but never really thought about that. <laughs> but from, yeah, from a marketing standpoint, yeah. so that's that's super cool. So let's go right back with you guys. We're going to go do a little bit of ancient history. So what got you guys started? How did you guys meet? Why did you guys kind of start? We're going to go all the way to the back. So first, how did you guys meet? And then what kind of got you guys going to wanting to start your own companies together or start your company together. You want to take this one? Oh, sure. (laughs) So we actually met at a bar. It was a Wednesday night, random randomness. Um, At the time I was working at TD. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was a financial advisor at TD. Some will know Morgan's pub, live music every night of the week. (laughs) Very sad it shut down. Anyway, I was just there. My friend was in a band, so I went to go watch my fans and watch my Friends band <laughs> and support her. She was in from 
some region I think she was from actually at the time. And uh, yeah, so I was DD that night and we were just rocking out on the dance floor. And then all of a sudden this like drunk guy comes. <laughs> Strikingly handsome. <laughs> comes like dashing in and comes right up to me in the dance floor and starts dancing. And I don't know, it was just, it was odd. We were <laughs> there, the band that was there had this like big plexiglass against around the drummer and um, he asked me what that was there for the plexiglass and later on he asked me if I played an instrument and I said yeah I play guitar and he's like oh I'm a drummer <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't know what the plexiglass was for it was just funny so anyway should, should we go further <laughs> yes sure. please oh yeah I, I told her my my name is Keith Arsenal. I told her my name was Keith Richards <laughs> And she did not know who that was. So the next morning, you know, we didn't go home to get her anything that night. The next morning she calls and asks for Mr. Richards. Oh, and no. And I'm like, who is this lady? You like, forgot who, to who? say you asked for my number at the bar and you went in the bathroom and called to make sure it was the right number. L- legit. Isn't that what <laughs> somebody's go. supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there was multiple times this relationship could have not taken off. <laughs> and it amazingly didn't. Here we are. So that's fantastic. Keith yeah. Richards. Is just oh like, my mm. gosh. That's yeah, so good. Like, no Keith Richards here. I'm like, oh, well, is this Keith? <laughs> and it was. And it was. <laughs> yeah. So then from there, guys, what happened? Mm-hmm. So you guys. So from there, he was actually working at the rigs at the time. So out in, where were we out there? Grand Cash. Hinton area. Hinton. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And, um, we met on August 2nd, and then we just kind of did the long-distance thing. Well, actually, we went on one date before you went. We went to a movie or something. And then um, he was gone away to work, so he would have to, like, drive half an hour just to call. So he'd do that every once in a while. And at the time, I was still kind of like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> and then uh, about a month later, it was my birthday, and he had he had some flowers delivered to my office, and uh, I had never had that before. And I'm like, oh, maybe this guy does kind of like me. I, don't I know. had never done that before either. <laughs> and he, like, again, yeah. had to drive, like, half an hour just to call to wish me happy birthday. So I'm like, oh, this, you know, maybe there's some potential in this guy. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, yeah, that no was. Faith. Uh, no faith. I know. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> How so is that, it, though? I got a question because just where you go. How is it that girls, you women, always know, like, the dates? Like, you said August 2nd. <laughs> Robin's like, yeah, we met. Whatever, April, what day was it? The second? April second, two thousand twelve. Was the second? See, she knows these dates. I'm like, I don't remember half of these. Here's the secret. (laughs) Met on August second, two thousand and six. Proposed August second, two thousand and seven. Got married August second, two thousand and eight. That's why I know this. Oh, <laughs> and it's also one of my one. best friends. If I birthdays. forget August second, but I have doghouse <laughs> for months. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was September, and then he came back and forth for a bit, and then October that same year, he decided he had enough of the rigs and wanted to be closer. So he started a roofing company. Um, at that time, he called himself NT Construction, but operated was it even that. that, or were we just a number? Didn't matter. We were just yeah. subcontracting at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. So, and then yeah, then we just started. He was work, roofing full time, and we were like, "Why are we working for somebody else when we can work for ourselves?" So I started doing the business part of it. I was still a financial advisor at the time, and then we got incorporated, got our guns and hoses name because we we're like, "This NT Construction's not doing it." <laughs> I have a international business and marketing degree, so. Okay. Yeah, I went to uh, U of M and got my degree in that. So, U of University of Manitoba. I was going to say, is yeah. that Manitoba? Was small town Manitoba. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and so, she yeah, was working then, at the bank. So, so obviously, the financial background was there mm-hmm. too, which was super yeah. awesome. So, so yeah, I would do all win-win. the business stuff in between. And then it just got to a point where it was too much to do both jobs. So, quit my job at the bank. And then, There's what year was that? Full-time. That was 2008 because it was right after we got married and uh, we decided, okay, yeah, it's too busy. And then I literally quit my job and then like two weeks later found out we were pregnant with our first baby. So I was like, (laughs) this is terrible timing because now I can't go on mat leave. And it was crazy, but it all worked out. And she didn't get mat leave. 
So when you don't, when you as a business owner, actually that's not true. They weren't going to give it to me, but I fought because I'd paid into EI forever. I mean, you didn't get Matt leave in the sense of you know you run traditional Matt leave. Yeah, I was able to get a little bit, but (laughs) But yeah, you won't. It's not traditional, right? Because like you're you're like responsible now for everything. Yeah. Besides, like what you know what I mean? Like you're like well. I'm kind of SOL here, exactly. right? Like I'm responsible for bringing in the cash and the money and procuring contracts and yeah. whatever it might be, right? The I nice had, like, thing is off. though <laughs> that you got two of you now. Yes. Right? So it, you're not solo trying to do it. I, I, right. I have a theory that it's, it's impossible mm-hmm. to run a business solo. You can't solo. do it well. Not well. No. Because no. <laughs> there's so much back end work on top of like the front end stuff. Of course, yeah. So it's, I don't know how you guys operate, but I mean, she's office, I'm field. There's no way I could have done any part, well, very few parts of her, <laughs> if any, and for her to come onto a roof, vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no guns and hoses without the two of us. Simple as that. So, yeah. Which makes sense mm-hmm. because we're the same way. There's no yeah. two birds. Well, no, because <laughs> there's just one bird. <laughs> <laughs> so one bird, we're a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But that is true, though, because you have everyone has their own skill sets, right? Mm-hmm. And how, how everybody works. Like, I do both, right? I kind of jump in and help Robin a little bit when we need to, but she does, like, pretty much all of the, the front-end office design stuff, and I don't do much of it. <laughs> yeah. No. No, I'm more of, but I'm again, like when we talk about visionaries and like, who's, who's always thinking forward and doing like, that's my wheelhouse. She goes in and she's like, well, this is dumb and this isn't going to (laughs) work. How are you going to accomplish this? And then we go through and we make a list. You're like, okay, this one out of the 12 is realistic. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's go and implement this. Oh, okay. That works. to have big dreams. (laughs) That's how I roll. (laughs) So the name, let's go back to the name. Yeah. Where's because that from? That's so music. Far. There's all so sorts of music in that one. <laughs> so, yeah, no doubt. Was that the song that he was dancing to on the dance floor? No. no. Oh, no. I don't remember what it was. We but. were, so we were, I ran the crew before Guns and Hoses, of course, and as a subcontractor, full crew, five guys in the truck. Um, I picked up guys off Cash Corner years ago. I don't know if you guys even know what that yep. is. Yep. You, mm-hmm. know, you know what I mean there? So those are some of the best workers we've ever had, you know? transient and and trouble showing up after payday or yep. the next day i guess because they wanted daily cash but um so one of those guys who had worked for me lots um kevin smith if you can believe that's his name i honestly don't know i haven't seen that guy in over 10 years but um he's sitting directly behind me in the truck sweet child of mine was on the radio uh, it was pretty loud the guys were kind of you know not really paying attention to it i didn't notice him back there but i turned the volume right down and he yelled, Hey, it's my favorite song or something like that. And I ignored him and said, guys, <laughs> we're starting on our own soon. And, uh, we need a company name. We can't just operate as NT or, or the numbered company that we have going right now. So he didn't even miss a beat guns and hoses roofing and everybody kind of cheered or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good name. Cause it immediately hits the puns of a roofing. Like I was on the roofs on the tools and yeah. it immediately hit you as a roofing gun and, and air hoses. So guns and hoses <laughs> and the pun with guns and roses. And I was a huge guns and roses fan. I believe I was 24 at the time. Um, it was, it was a matter of like, as soon as he said it, it stuck and yeah. I'm never changing that name kind of thing. So, you know, if I had to do it as a 40 year old now and, the, the, you know, maybe it's called Justin Bieber roofing, or, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but, um, for, for the future kids or something, but, uh, <laughs> that stuck and, and our clientele is, you know, that, that 35 plus homeowner range. So they all still recognize it pretty much mm-hmm. instantly. Right. So, um, in 20 or 40 years, you know, if our kids take over, they might have to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Little GNR. Yeah. Yeah. Just introduce so. it to them. Exactly. So, so I cranked the music back up and I gave them the thumbs up and that's the history of the name. That's amazing. So. <laughs> that's actually super funny though. That's like one of those stories that you would just like, it just randomly happened. Yeah. Just like, huh, that's actually going to work. <laughs> yeah. Totally. We get asked all the time though, if we're like firemen and cops because of the guns and hoses, like lots of people think that oh. that's for retired policemen and firemen. Oh, <laughs> I, seen that. Didn't even, like, I didn't yeah. even make that connection. No. They no. have, they have worldwide games, guns and hoses, like the, like firemen versus oh, like no the way. guns or the cops and yeah. the firemen or the hoses. And 
There huh. was a trademark in Canada. In Regina. In Regina, of all places. They had the worldwide Guns and Hoses games. And it was in like 1986. And it gave us a little bit of trouble getting our trademark. So. <laughs> Not the name, but the logo. We had a hard oh, time was, trademarking yeah. the logo because it was sort of similar to to theirs. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But, uh, we were able to like get that approved because it's it was very different from theirs. And it wasn't like air guns and hoses obviously it was <laughs> guns and that's something we haven't even talked about on the podcast at all yet i just i'm, I'm gonna ask you guys right now how was that process to trademark <laughs> like what was that what, what was that like to go through because like the that's... trademark process it's it's different i know there's like there's trademark and then there's patents right trademarks a little bit simpler but right it's, it's not so the history on that is there is actually another guns and hoses operating out of calgary and um, we found out that they were using our advertising because we were on the radio. We were doing all kinds of advertising, and we'd book a job, and then they'd go and show up and quote, we got and we'd come. A couple times, yep. Yeah. So anyway, we finally found Ooh. out about this, and we're like, "Whoa, this can't be." So, um, so we were like, "We need to get this trademarked like ASAP." Um, so yeah, it was a process. It was like an eighteen month process, and we had to wait till it got all finalized. And in the meantime, we had contacted the company, and you know, the deceased to this letter, but uh, that was not fun. They did not want to give it up, obviously, because it was a good name, and they were benefiting off of it. Um, but eventually, we were able to get them to quit using it. Um, had to go through lawyers and stuff, but anyway, it, it got all that, the way to discovery in the court process. Yeah, once wow. they saw the discovery, they, they didn't stand a chance. But it cost money to get the discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but it's it's for sure very important. Like right now, we are trademarked across Canada. There is people all over Canada using our names. So we had another instance in the East Coast where they were asking for deposits, they're not showing up to do the work, so they're calling us, and we're like, mm, that's not us. You know, so it's it's happened a few times because of the name, but yeah, mm-hmm. we're very lucky to have been able to get a trademark, so we do have those rights now. And if there is issues, then yeah, you know, it's it. it's lawyer fees, but uh. yeah, but it's I think that's important for people to do because we had we went through very well with hiring and firing. People mm-hmm. were um, there was people out there impersonating me, impersonating Robin wow. as mm-hmm. the owner of Two Birds, but they were texting people from it was from the Philippines at three in the morning to get scheduling interviews. scheduling interviews. Wow. And so we've got a bunch of phone calls, people trying to like, yeah, and the RCMP virtual assist- got involved. They were hiring and- virtually ass- virtual assistants through the universities, like Athabasca. It was we, we had very similar. We're like, what is going on That's here? Insane. Like, what? What was their end goal? How were they? How were they? They were getting monetized? gift cards so, to, yeah, apply, they were, to apply. No, they were getting people to um, like become virtual assistants. And then what they would ask is, oh, Two Birds wants to send out uh, thank yous to our clients. So what we need you to do is we're going to send you an e-transfer. You go pick up these gift cards. Wow. And yeah, a lot of people <laughs> don't do due, due diligence anymore mm-hmm. when looking for employment. But anyways, um, so quite a few people got taken for thousands of dollars. Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah. So we ended up getting like the RCMP involved and cause people were obviously thinking it was us cause they had my name, they had my signature, mm-hmm. they were stole the logo. Like yeah. cause it's pretty easy to Photoshop, right? Oh right. gosh. Yeah. So. Photoshop like letter of offers. Like it yeah. was huh. I bet. pretty, so. pretty different. So yeah, that, we had to deal with it. So like, it, Knock you, on wood, that's over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, yeah. Don't hit the table. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get in trouble from Jenny. <laughs> but yeah, we went, we built, like, I think everyone goes through like similar things like that, right? So mm-hmm. we get impersonated and it's like, well, that's because I know another story of that happened with a company called Knight Carpentry and Knight. Yeah. So the, the oh, Knight, no, the symbol. Here? Yep. Mm-hmm. In Calgary. Yeah. The Knight symbol was, there was a carpentry and a home builder and yeah. they, the, the symbol was like a black, the black knight, gold and yeah, silver. Yeah, used to be our neighbors there when we had our commercial property in Calgary. <laughs> oh, no oh, way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's night, night Plumbing. Oh, that was Night Plumbing. Yeah, yeah they're okay. different. different. These, this was a home yeah. builder and then a con- construction guy. One guy ended up going to Manitoba. Yeah. Moved, moved his whole left. operation oh, wow. and left huh. and started in Manitoba. But yeah, it was – so I, I've heard that story before with trademarks. That's why yeah. I've, we've never talked about it before, no. like the process of Very going through important. that. So do you want to just touch on it for people who are listening, just like what the process is to, to actually get it done quick? Sure, yeah. So if I remember correctly, because it's quite a while ago, but we have to apply and then you have to wait a whole year to make sure that nobody else objects to it, I believe is like what it, it was. So we have to go through six registry. Six months or a year. So it's, make sure there is nobody with the same name. The lawyers that are trademark lawyers – constantly daily look at what pops up so that their clients, Pepsi and Coca-Cola and all the the big names in the world 
don't have anything similar to them or will not have trouble down the road. It's literally their daily job in the morning. So, so if six months goes by and nobody, um, says your name is interfering with theirs, then it jumps to the next step. So yeah, Yeah. which is. Yeah. So then after that, trying to remember just a bunch of paperwork, but yeah, most of it was just a waiting period to make sure nobody like came in and said, you can't use that name. So very um, similar to like nuance report when you're opening up your corporation, right? You're waiting exactly. on the nuance to come back to say, hey, you're approved in mm-hmm. Alberta or across Canada, whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool though. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that you have to do that now though, because it's pretty easy for people to just be like, oh no, we're the same company. No. Yeah. So no, true. No, no. Yeah, and then it was the same process with the logo and we didn't even think about doing the logo at first, but then our logo was getting impersonated everywhere too. So we're like, okay, let's get this under our name as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that one took as long though. Well, feel. once we were able to get rid of the... Uh... There was lots of pressure in the first one because we were still dealing with the other company being guns and hoses. And the difference was we are the, we are guns, the letter N, hoses. They were guns, A-N-D, hoses. <laughs> so if you looked us up, Better Business Bureau was a big thing back then. So if you went on the Better Business Bureau website, alphabetical order, they would show up first. So when we advertised and then you went to the Better Business Bureau, you would see them number one, you would call that number. That's how he was getting a lot of our business. So, and you know, once I found that out, I was quite mad, of mm. course, called the Better Business Bureau. You know, this is what's going on. This is our advertising. It's like, we can't change alphabetical order. No. <laughs> I guess you can't. <laughs> yeah, right? so, Still mad about it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, doesn't the dot count as a letter? <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, finally the cease and desist. No, we're not going to do it. And then the trademark comes through. That was a big day for us. Like, okay, we got no this. Kidding. And then, you know, another mm-hmm. cease and desist now that we have this backing. Um, no, we're going to fight you guys in court, essentially, is what the message we got back. Like, oh, so, so the whole process was a year and a half, two years. So we were at our mom's house the day we kind of were victorious. It was a big day. I remember that. So, but like the joys of running businesses, right? Just those oh, yeah. little things that no one thinks, no one talks about this though. No. Sitting there and being like, this is what I had to go through just to make sure my name yeah. is protected. got protected. Just like one dumb little thing, like someone has an the N versus the N and they take <laughs> over because they're alphabetically better. Yeah. So it's like over, like it's, there's yeah. weird little things in these nuances, but no one talks about it. Like Sorry. actually nobody, like I haven't heard many podcasts people talk about like, this is why some of this like running businesses can sometimes suck. <laughs> That's so true. It's not, a, it's not, sometimes it's not enjoyable and it's not like, oh, I got my Maserati. No, no, you don't. <laughs> rented that for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so like, I like the real story behind that because it's super interesting. So I want to go back now to you guys. When you quit working, how was that transition for you two? Because this is a couple's episode. So right. how was the transition? Let's, yeah, let's go back. We were doing a little business stuff. but Yeah, yeah. 2008. Yeah. How was that transition of you guys actually starting to work together now? I know you said like one of you is on the like on site and one of you is kind of like in the office. Yeah. But you're still having to pick up the phone and be like, hey, no doubt. why is there this not ordered? Or hey, what is going on? Right? And it's like, well, there's a different dynamic there now because you're actually talking as coworkers, not husband and wife when you're in that dynamic, right? Sure. It's true. Actually, when I first quit at TD, the plan was for me to roof with him. And I did do a couple of roofs and then we found out we we're pregnant. So I'm like, oh. Probably should be I, up there. Totally. Because <laughs> I grew up uh, small town Manitoba and I used to, like, we were farming. But in our spare time, we would do construction, my, my dad and I. So I had been roofing pretty much all my life. So I was really excited to get out of the office and outside with working with my hands again. And then, yeah, found out I was pregnant. So, <laughs> so then it was more like just in the office full time. So at this time, yeah, Keith was still on the roofs full time, sales full time. I was I doing answered the phone. You were no, still answering the phone at that time. Yeah. Answered the phone, hired guys, paid guys that, that ran a company, I yeah. guess, you know, kind of thing. And, I didn't have to do book work, which is <laughs> sweet. I, I was doing the table. The Sorry. book work and marketing and advertising and that kind of thing at yeah. first. So, and then, you know, at one point we probably had 30 guys. I had five crews and I, it, it, it wasn't easy. You would get a phone call in the morning from, you know, Jerry, who's my crew boss that I hired last week and be like, hey, asking me a question. I'm like, first who are you and where are you? <laughs> I need to, so, you know, kind of realize at that point you do grow, you do get to a point where you need to hire and, and, or delegate at least. So, um, because yeah, but when we started working together, um, 
she did come on the roof a few times and, and I can get, uh, you hit your hammer, you hit your thumb with a hammer, things come out of your mouth that aren't pleasant. Of course, <laughs> and, and you usually direct that because I've worked with my brothers before too. And that was easy to yell at those guys. And, and my wife was the next person that I knew to best. So guess who would get the brunt of the, the uh, verbal attacks, I guess. So, um, but moving forward after that, when she got pregnant, obviously she wasn't coming on the roof anymore. And, mm -hmm. you know, in the end, I guess we flourished mm. <laughs> when we, when we, uh, when she got into the office and have someone still, focusing on that yeah, back end. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cause it, needs to be done like it you know in the end when I was doing everything on my own it was manageable until mm -hmm. it wasn't so and then we realized okay we need to do stuff here kind of thing so that would have been 2012 I guess -ish. well 2012 is when we bought the we expanded yeah that's lot, when we so. really took the big leap yeah. we're like hey if we're going to keep growing this is like huge what are we going to do here because we were operating out of our house at the time and then we decided to hire a bunch of staff we bought a commercial building in calgary and we just like jumped two feet in <laughs> like it was amazing it was huge yeah very scary because then we year, were yeah. found out we were pregnant with number two <laughs> 2012 would have been number <laughs> oh three. no number three i yeah. just had number two so she was in the <laughs> yeah. office with me as in my little crib in the office while her background building it oh yeah because we had to develop the whole inside too and that was my job so we it was like a shell and so yeah, I was there building. with my baby and painting walls and mudding walls and oh uh, yeah, it was great. We should have waited. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. We should have waited till they were much older and then they could have done the work. Yes. <laughs> Next expansion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but but being like from going working at TD and then working for full time, like we didn't see each other anymore because he was still out on the field all the time. So it wasn't a huge transition that way like we weren't mm -hmm. both stuck in an office together all day because yeah. we probably wouldn't be sitting here still if that was the case <laughs> <laughs> which is fair yeah <laughs> i mean if, if it's, I, I i've been on job sites and i do the same stuff where you're just like losing it for yeah. no reason because like you hit your thumb hard enough i know that. i've been there i get that story oh yeah very very much understandable i have a funny story about that though because i was fencing when i was like 18 in a pea field and we were doing, they wanted the barbed wire on the inside and I'm Oof. putting staples oh. in, going along. We're doing like a full mile, but it's full. Like the crop's ready to be hard, but you keep getting it caught. <laughs> and finally I'd hit my hand enough times. I turned and fired my hammer into the pea field. Oh my God. You think I could find it? <laughs> I have no idea. It, never, it disappeared. It's still there. Yeah. It's still there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> she gone. Yeah. I'd had enough. That was it. So it's very relatable. Robin's laughing because she's like, yeah, I've seen him do that before. This yeah. time. <laughs> Way it goes. Yeah. And it's even worse when you can't find it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> now what? Yeah, yeah. you, you kind of need that hammer. Feel less smart all of a sudden, real quick. <laughs> but so, yeah. you guys, 2012, you bought your commercial commercial property. commercial property. Yeah, and you were developing that. So, how's the expansion been? Like, how that how how was that transition to start expanding to go from just like you were doing everything to diversifying, getting hiring and firing people? Like, how was that transition? Because a lot of people like are going through that right now, mm -hmm. right? And it can suck because oh, yeah. you go through you go, you basically go through a lot of people. Oh yeah. Before you find the right ones that kind of fit. We had a lot of very tough years hiring, firing, and that's when we decided to expand to exteriors as well. Um, yeah. So, 2012, we bought the bay. At the same time, we hired my brother as the project manager, um, had a bit of experience in roofing, just a good head on his shoulders, uh, military guy, actually served in Afghanistan. And, and he then, moved out from PEI for this, so it was like a huge move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then my cousin came back from Germany. He had, he had moved there. Uh, side note, he married Miss Berlin in 2008. <laughs> so, um, they met yeah, in Cuba. So, Amazing. Yeah, crazy. So both of them, family business, big time. Um, so, so Kenny's the cousin. He started the exterior side of our business, which is the gutters and the siding essentially. And then my brother was project manager starting to like Everything I did before was ordering product and and getting the crews in the place and stuff. And we hired a lady to run the the front desk, like mm -hmm. a secretary, I guess. And we also hired my brother-in-law to do insulation. Was that 2012? Yes, was, because was, he eh? set up Holy all smokes. the computers for yeah. us in the office. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, we expanded so, like that's a big jump. Huge. It was. Yeah, it was super yeah. super scary. <laughs> but until 2012, I guess I answered the phone, took down the quotes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but now we had a lady to do that. So also. How do I get that information? Like, how do I get her to get me that information? It's a whole new properly? problem. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, and did we get Aculinks? 
That's when we got Acuolinks. So we bought yeah. a, is it a CRM? CRM system. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, that was a big learning curve too. But again, now we couldn't <laughs> do without it. So um, it's like, what do you mean I got to pay monthly fees to in, to in, to install this information? <laughs> like yeah, it was just so. everything at that point cost money. Like everything so yeah it was very scary we're like we need to really produce a lot of work to be able to to make this happen mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Was... but you guys had like zero options like <laughs> yeah. if you think about it like it was like well three kids now <laughs> yeah or third two one and on half. the way through. Yeah. two and a half yeah two and a half <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right and it was like you make or break it. You make or break it. That's right. right. Speed ahead. So yeah, amazing. We had had. I mean, our business is 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 great with hail, obviously, and where you know how often you hear about a hailstorm in southern Alberta. It happens. It didn't happen last year, but there was three big ones in the two prior years. So um, it it makes it for a weird system if. Everything's tickety boo if there's hail every year, you know, and, and everybody's happy and there's, you know, insurance companies aren't and deductibles are getting huge and stuff from, for clients, but work has to be done. If it's damaged, it has to be fixed. Um, what happens if there's a couple of years of no hail is you've got all these, this influx of, of workers or companies that have come from away or just started organically here that are all competing for the very little work that there is available when there's no hail. So we are hoping to get hail in 2023, but if there's not, <laughs> we're going to have to rely on the 16 years of business, the mm-hmm. advertising that we've done over the, the name mm-hmm. that is known well and the reputation that we've built and stuff uh, to try and beat out because we know what it costs to run a business. Like obviously you guys do too. Like you can't, you, you undercut people for so long, you will automatically be Disappear. out of business. Yeah. Right? So, um, and that, when people see a price of $8,000 versus $6,000, you know, and you're the 8,000 and, and you know, you can't go any lower than that. Um, it's hard to compete at, mm-hmm. at that point. So, you know, and you have to be able to weather the storm per se for, uh, however long that takes, unfortunately. So how do you guys do that? I know we have a system in place that we, we use, but how do you guys kind of build yourself up now to weather the storm. Like, do you guys have like a, a system in place that you two use? Like we, we have something called the 10% rule. So it doesn't matter what we make. 10% goes into this slush fund and we don't touch it until there's like, Oh, nice. Hey, oh, that COVID. was a bad month. <laughs> we need we to, how do yeah. we pay for staff? We had a, or this was like, Ooh, this quarter we need to bump or we need to go buy a piece of equipment. Like that's our, it's like our slush fund. So we do a 10% nice. thing. That's how yeah. we roll. But that's what do you guys exactly do? what we do too. It's not a percentage. It's a, it's a dollar amount that automatically okay. every month goes into a savings account. Like no matter what it's yeah. when I'm budgeting that money is set aside for those rainy days and, and to pay for the taxes at the end of the year and, you know, those kind of things. But yep. yeah, that's how we kind of. Same concept. Yeah. 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 I think most people do because you have to, right? You're yeah. sitting there being like, what happens if things start to slow down? Like you don't get hail or the housing market all of a sudden start for us starts to cool. Mm, yeah. Right. Like it's been crazy for two and a half years everywhere. No doubt. Now yeah. it's going to start to cool down. Are you ready for it? Mm. And it is scary now too, because there's been so much hail. Like if you look in the city of Calgary, like every quadrant's been hit. So the houses don't need new roofs anymore. Like the reality is there's not going to be a lot of roofs to do this next year. So luckily we have the exterior side, you know, we can maybe focus on that. But, um, and we've also expanded like a lot into Okotoks with us living mm-hmm. here. Like Okotoks, oh, yeah. we love, love Okotoks, High River, Nanton, like we, yep. all the foothills. We, there's not a ton of companies that will come out down south so we've been very fortunate that we've got a great clientele base down there's south. a lot more acreages around here than one would think <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy a you lot of three acre high. blocks right yeah that's exactly what we have <laughs> yeah. to do, so, yeah. totally. today's podcast is brought to you by the bunkhouse a unique 240 square foot recording studio located in the industrial section of oak Tokes. the bunkhouse offers a great space for small meetings photo shoots and recordings available by the day or by the hour visit our website www businesslifeofhusbandandwife.ca for rental details. Okay, guys, welcome back. <laughs> <clears throat> so we were just touching on, um, well, we were just touching on what you guys are kind of dealing with um, moving forward and how you kind of are planning and kind of planning your growth and planning your strategies for hail damage and things that are happening. What We didn't actually talk about what services you guys actually offer. So like it's not just insurance claims. It's There's, there's obviously a lot of branches that you guys have. So let's let's talk about that. You want me to talk about that? Sure. I mean, they started the company as a roofing company. 
alone. That's kind of was what I did. And, um, but now we offer, uh, full exteriors. So, so roofing, we would offer asphalt roofing and rubber roofing options. Okay. We don't really do anything else, uh, other than those two. But, uh, if you want the best value for your dollar, that would be asphalt. And if you want the best roof possible, that would be rubber. It's literally bulletproof. Longer I mean, warranty too. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's, yeah. uh, there's a commercial that I've seen, like they're shooting ice pellets that are, you know, four inches by four inches at this thing at a hundred miles an hour and it doesn't break this roof. So it's a really good roofing uh, product there. And then um, siding wise, when hail hits, it's vinyl um, almost exclusively. There's a few people that will upgrade to, to a hardy board or a KWP wood particle board. Yep. Um, generally on the acreages that we were talking about earlier, uh, that's what people want. Not, not that many people are, are rebuying vinyl siding. If they're going to upgrade, they're upgrading to a stucco or a, a hardy board or something higher end, I guess, um, because that's the, the, the point. Um, soft metals, so soffit, fascia, and gutters uh, yep. are a big one for us. Uh, obviously, after hailstorms, all the gutters have to be replaced as well. And then um, attic insulation uh, services. So so our brother-in-law, Neil, has started that one uh, back, I guess, in 2012. I thought it was a little bit later, but... So topping ups of attic insulations, full removals on older homes. So sometimes you'll get into a really old home with wood chips. Um, we do deal with asbestos. Like vermiculite. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like that's so, what our house has. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so in it's the old end. School. It's uh, so so we he does bathroom fan installs and like uh, soffit ventilation and things like that too. So um, pretty much. Exterior, like, so top like to bottom. Four divisions, so, then essentially. Yeah. The, the 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 siding and soft metals are kind of lumped in. Okay. We, we do have a, a it's a we have a gutter truck because you need a, a machine to spit out your gutters and then um and then a couple siding trailers. So those are different okay. people, different crews. Uh, but my cousin Kenny kind of runs those crews. We take care of all the roofing stuff, and then Neil, the the attic guy, kind of does his own thing because he's. The one that goes does estimates and does the work at this point right now. We're not okay. not as big in that uh, side. So me and Kenny, who is the exteriors guy, are the sales reps or you know your your, your guys that are uh, going out to meet the clients um, on a daily basis, kind of thing. So so and then you know I've got the roofing side and he's got the siding side, but we both sell each other's products, mm-hmm. uh, no problem because we understand it very well. So um, and that makes it. Uh, uh, quite easy on, on our books. We just kind of split Calgary down the middle, Deerfoot, East, West kind of thing. And I yeah. get, obviously we live down here, so I get the South stuff and he gets the North stuff. So, okay. Yeah, so perfect. And then yeah. you guys do new build too, like new construction or just renovations, or is it just mostly like insurance claims and hail damage and things like that? Very little new con. Um, we'll do it if it's for like friend or family kind of thing. We're not uh, preferred for any new construction con- companies. Uh, and with the insurance too, we're not preferred with anybody. We just do a lot of insurance work because there is so much. But yeah, mostly re-roof is our, our target. Mm-hmm. Target market? Uh, Renovations yeah, target market. for sure. Yeah. So, how, yeah. Do they, how do they people get a hold of you guys? What's the easiest way? What's your like website or, or email or something or contact? They can... uh, website's gnhroofing.ca. So that's the easiest. We have a, an office girl that answers all of our calls and amazing. books all of the appointments. And yeah, she is, she is amazing. She's my life savior. hundred <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. percent. <laughs> awesome. Remember back when you could, um, phone numbers spelled things. Well, my, uh, we have two different phone numbers that are seven, six, six, three, which spells roof. And I, cool. I had that in 2008, which mattered, I guess now, <laughs> I think the iPhone, if you look, I think the letters, sorry, are still, they still have there. the, yeah, yeah. It's like the, it used yeah. to be like what T word nine, it was called T nine. Yeah. I'm like, I still spell things like all my pin numbers, spell things. My like two words. Yeah. Instead yeah. Of <laughs> if they don't have oh, the letters, like, yeah, I know I have to pull out my phone to reference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seven nine four zero three seven nine six roof is our phone number. So, yeah. so you guys, cool. anybody listening who's looking to get a re-roof done or yeah. residing, call these guys or soffit <laughs> or fascia or gutters. You might need them. You never know. It freezes. You, you don't warm. clean them out right, and they explode. You never know. <laughs> warmer, warmer in the winter. Attic insulation too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's yeah. the thing with the attic insulation, and we've really focused on this the last couple of years, especially with the crazy weather we get in Alberta with like the hot, cold, hot, cold, and you get the attic rain. So. We really try and educate our clients on the whole roofing system. So if you get new shingles, sometimes if you get new shingles, people are like, why is 
like there's so much different things going on in the house because now there's such a great seal that they didn't have before. So it's a whole system where you got to make sure the venting's correct and there's enough insulation. So with Neil being here to do the insulation, like he does, he's also has um infrared camera so he can detect sure. like problem areas. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's been really huge for us to be able to offer the whole system and not just plop well, in the Well, that's something on. the education purpose of a business that we don't talk about a lot because a lot of people don't understand that like let's just I'll do it kind of simplistically but like wood inside your house shrinks and swells it's got pores so we deal with it all the time right but when it's insulated like they are now they're like sweat boxes it's like yes. a sauna right <laughs> so you have like a door upstairs and you're like well how come the door isn't like all my Shutting old houses properly. on the farm like doesn't shut properly in the winter <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden in the summer the doors <laughs> works fine yeah <laughs> right but most people aren't used to that or they get a house that like has a big draft in it and it's just, it's kind of always kind of chilly or whatever. And they're just kind of used to nothing moving because it's yeah. kind of always cold and it stays kind of uniform. Yeah. But then they insulate all of a sudden everything starts to shrink and swell because it's super hot in there. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's like that education component. Mm-hmm. Totally. Which is people. what sets you guys apart though. With Like, yes, you may be like a little bit more on the more expensive. Like, yes, you had reference. Some people are 6,000, some people are 8,000, but you guys are coming with like the knowledge of everything you're explaining everything to the client and then also providing that service like years down the road, just keeping them informed. Whereas some of these $6,000 people that come in just disappear. No that's yeah. the biggest that's thing. That's the like, biggest difference. We hear, right? we get calls weekly because of that. They've hired this company and they have problems. They go back to call them and they don't exist anymore. Exactly. So, you know, with us being in business almost 17 years now, like we're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> At least I hope not. Yeah. Well, back to what you just said, Robin, is mm-hmm. the, the, the that $6,000 company might just be a roofing company that doesn't, True. that doesn't even have the knowledge. And you kind of said that. Not, I don't know if you were thinking of it, but the they might not have any clue about the attic space or you know why is the vinyl siding got some bleeding, some little black yeah. marks coming out of it and stuff. So just normal questions like that. Um, and if anybody's wondering why that happens, it is condensation. So <laughs> yeah. literally when freeze-thaw cycles happen. So yeah. Which a lot of people don't know. Yeah. To be honest. Purchasing the experience, not just the product. Yeah. Very true. So how do you guys develop all this stuff? Like how did how did that work? Like who who did was it just was it just like (laughs) like we said in two thousand twelve was just like, well, we have no options, let's just get it done or like were you like kind of you kinda knew or did you guys do some like go some coaching? Like what did you guys do? Or just kinda just like see your pants and you're like we're just gonna fucking try and wing this and see what happens. Figure it out. How did that go? Well, actually, Keith came up with the idea of the commercial property, and he wanted to lease something. And I'm like, there is no way I am spending money on rent, basically. Like, even to go back a few years, when we first met, so we met in August, and then... We didn't uh, say this in our earlier story. No, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) We met in August, and we ended up buying our first house together in April. And it was basically, we're, because I, like, I again, I hate wasting money i'm very frugal so we were both paying rent two different houses i'm like let's just buy a house and then when we break up we'll just like sell the house and split it like that was my <laughs> mindset I, I still at this point was not yeah. gonna ever marry this like guy. i kept saying i'm not proposing i'm not proposing I'm not proposing yeah so, so behold. i had with me being the frugal one i had saved up i have money saved up so i paid the down payment and he was making the big bucks because he was working on the rigs and roofing like kind of doing all of it so he would pay the mortgage payments until we were even and then we just went like 50 50 so so going back to 2012 he wanted to rent this commercial space and i'm like not wasting money on lease payments let's just buy something because again i had saved up all money and uh was able to put the down payment down and um yeah, that's kind of how that went. So when he suggested it, I'm like, hey, if we're doing this, we're doing it right. And mm-hmm. we are, you know, looking at as a long-term investment. Um, and again, buying like the empty bay and just developing it and that kind of thing. But with the, so yeah, so then when we decided to do that, we're like, that's when we need to expand to be able to pay for all this extra debt that we just took on. So it was just kind of a, he had thrown the idea out there and I thought he was completely crazy at first because... <laughs> You know, changes. That scary. seems like a running theme right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah, at the point before, you know, we didn't, we worked it out of the house, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, we didn't have the staff, the extra staff, the management staff, I guess we'll call that, you know, in, in office. We still had, uh, you know, the crews and stuff. So, so um, when we got the office, well, now we had a space that we could actually meet and, and, you know, move forward creatively and, and decide on, you know, what to do. And I think that's the time where you, you had a, you made yourself a, we did a vision and, you know. Yeah. So uh, I, I, to get back to coaching and stuff, I did take, um, 
no, what is it called? Make your mark. MYM, make your mark. It was, um, well, it was, uh, it started out with a weekend retreat, but then it was like a two year program where I'd go once a month and like all different kinds of training, like for marketing and internet and, um, sales and like just everything. It was, it was amazing. I learned so much about, um, you know, operating a business. And like I said, I do have a international business degree in marketing, but that was back in 2002. I graduated from that. So it, you know, 10 years ago, you need a refresh and and everything. So yeah, I took this uh, two year long program and it helped us take a step back and yeah, create our mission and our vision and um, our our cores, like our Mm -hmm. core values and stuff. And we got the whole team involved in that process. Like we took a couple of days and everybody came in and gave us their ideas and we wanted to see what everybody's vision is so that we had to buy in from everybody right like we just wanted to make sure that everybody felt part of the team and we're very big on like everyone feeling like part of our family like our clients and our employees and everything so it was just really important to us to involve them in that process yeah I guess you were asking too, how does the process work like I come from Prince Edward Island small town my dad was a lobster fisherman and when I started my company or our company, I I just wanted to do the best that I could at all times. I didn't look down the road. I remember having a, a lunch with, with uh, I think it was a supplier and a uh, manufacturer. They bought me lunch early on, very early on in the business. Where do you see yourself in five years? I, I blindsided, like didn't even, <laughs> like, not even one second thought about that. Be like, I am just trying to survive this winter, you know, and it was only like August or something like <laughs> And like, if we make it through this winter, we'll, we'll have had a good year and five years down the road is not on my mind right now, but let's do the best that we can with what's in front of us, I guess. And, uh, and then obviously, you know, to run a successful business, you need those visions and the core values and all that stuff, but that's not something that's ever been top of mind for me. It's just like, we need to operate and do the best that we can with, you know, there's always problems as you know, like, you know, so are we dealing with this one? Are we dealing with that one? What are we doing here? Kind of thing. So, um, you know, you're only as good as either how you do your worst problem is fixed or your worst employee, I guess is the the saying. (laughs) So, um, managing those things as best as you can is, is obviously very important. So, cause we've definitely had some stories of, uh, the roofing industry is not known as the the the, the most uh, upscale gentlemen or females <laughs> working uh, uh, in the industry. So there is a story at one point where uh, there was a, a a chase with, I think it was just a hammer, but they were chasing him down the street, and it was <laughs> cops uh, showed up. <laughs> that fella got deported though because he was here illegally. I'm pretty sure. No, so I don't, remember. I don't know. Like so, we hire we hire our crew boss, and we we get that we sub so so they hire their guys but they still have to come in and do our orientation and so they're okay they're not technically employees of guns and hoses they're the the main guy is and then he runs his company under us so it's still he's kind Mm -hmm. of a sub for us so so that's where most of these issues come from like they're not we've we try we vet the good guys and and our main guys have been with us for a long time which is awesome but you never know what you're going to get down the road. And I, I wanted to come back to this too. You were asking earlier how many guys have worked or how many people have worked. Mm. We don't know the exact numbers. It's so hard. There's some people that work for five minutes, like got out of the truck, <laughs> looked at the roof and said, no. Too steep. Yeah. yeah not, not even just, too I'm windy. not even taking a step mm. foot on the ladder. So, um, so that sort of stuff happens all the time. And I would guesstimate that that number is minimum 500, but it could be as much as a thousand people have went through the guns and hoses doors since we've been in business. Which is crazy, right? Like the turnover to find the people that you like, it's, and I forget what the stat was, but for every 30 you hire, I think it was like three actually don't wash out. Hmm. That was kind of the stat that we were hearing. Yeah, the wash rate. Yeah. For any business. And they're That's just crazy. because either they don't enjoy doing it or some, there's so many different factors, yeah. right? Yeah, no doubt, eh? so. Fear or they don't like this or they just don't want to work hard or whatever it might yeah. be, or they just don't mesh with the team you've got in place. Yeah. There was a whole bunch, but there was like, yeah, it was like basically like 10% you might, if you're no lucky. Doubt. Crazy. Well, again, like it just seems the mindset nowadays for, especially with the TikToks and the YouTubes and everything in the world, like, you can be an influencer or you can do this instead of mm-hmm. manual labor or whatever. Right. So the ones that know and understand that I do have to go to work and, and put, mm-hmm. you know, put the effort in, 
they're hard. To, they're way harder to find. So when you find them, you pay them well and you mm-hmm. make sure they stay on. Right. So, um, cause that's somebody that'll be a, a manager or a lead, a lead for you later on, or, you know, be a successful business owner as well, probably. So who does your guys' training then between the two of you, like for your, for your guys, once you get them in place, you guys both do it as like one part to like, or is it separate? Like, do you do like the onsite training and like how you want them to approach clients and stuff? Or is it like, do you guys come to come to it together? Like you said, you sat down with your whole team, but right. your team's going to change as you go. So how did you guys kind of, who does what? Yeah. So for the, on the job stuff, that's Keith's department. He does all the, the actual training work. On yeah. How to show um, dealing with homeowners. We, we tell the homeowners, um, you know, ask any question you want to the guys on site, you know, they're professionals. So, you know, if you find a guy picking up garbage, he won't be able to answer the guy, the question about your vents or your, your metal on, on the chimney or whatever. So ask the right person kind of <laughs> thing. So, um, that guy on the ground might try to answer your question. might not be right. So, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but yeah, for sure. Communication is, is very key. I worked as when I was a sub, I had a, a boss that said, do not talk to the homeowner under any circumstances. They come out and want ask any questions, call me. And I'm like, that's like, I'm a nice guy. Like I've, I'd like to talk to them. Like, you know, I'll ask, I'm not going to step on your toes. Like, what do you, what do you think is going to be the problem here if I do talk to them? So I didn't never really understood that. He was probably just scared I'd steal his business or something, I think. But we went the complete opposite. It's like open lines all the time, have these clients happy with the understanding of their product. We force our guys to call, of course, before coming. And we just introduced introducing a drip campaign, which I'm hoping is going to help too. So I don't know if it translates to actual jobs, but in the sales funnel. So, um, but the guys have to call the homeowner. So if we were doing your roof, you know, everything else would have been set up with through, through sales, you know, kind of thing. But then when it's time for the roof to get delivered, you'd get a call from the office Shingles are coming to your roof on Tuesday. Uh, the crew boss will call you when they're going to start, you know, usually the day before. So, you know, it's imminent. We're not leaving your shingles up there for, for months on end. So Wednesday night, you get a call saying we're, we're dropping a bin off in the morning and, and we're going to be there. So, and we expect, because we do this all the time, that it's going to take two to three days. And, you know, every night they'd knock on the door or if you're not home, send you a text or whatever. We got this much done. This is what we expect to do tomorrow. We're going to finish on Friday kind of thing or, mm-hmm. or Saturday. So uh, kind of lay that out for you. And if you have questions, of course, they're, they're there to, to answer them. So. Yeah. That's the hard like part. Basic that, communication the, is key. The, the oh my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> communication solves all problems. Yeah. It's brutal though sometimes because oh, like yes. it gets mi- misconstrued or like it, it, it's one of those ones and like we're in like as couples it's not much better some days like <laughs> yeah. sitting there being like, I'm pretty sure I told you that. No, yeah. you didn't. I was sleeping. Look at the text. <laughs> Look at the text, yeah. right? I have proof. You have proof. We communicate a lot through text, yeah. mostly because Just we're never proof. in the same. Uh, Just for proof. But, Just yeah. for proof. <laughs> like I texted you that. Yeah. <laughs> but you get so busy, funny. right? And I'm, yeah. I don't know how you guys are, but for me, like if she'll text me, I'm a skimmer. <laughs> so like she's yeah. like I text you that I'm like you probably did but yeah. I just probably was oh, like and okay good <laughs> was it four texts in a row I didn't read yeah. the first three <laughs> yeah that's his excuse yeah. <laughs> I'm like it shows red I can see you read my text <laughs> but that is the hard part right so one you're dealing now you guys have to communicate effectively and we have to now you got to do that to people below you and then right. you have to train those people below you to do and it effectively. sales needs to discuss with project management. Of course. And so how's your automation? Right? How do you guys, how, you guys have automation to that? Or is it just like, you're just putting in policies, procedures? Like, are you just implementing that for people being like, Hey, here's what your like, basically your KPIs or what you're, you need to do. And then this is like the expectations of the job. And you guys kind of give them that at the beginning or do you just like kind of work through it with them? Yeah, it's right set up at the beginning. Like there's nobody that uh, that works for us that will get on a roof without having a safety orientation. So they all have to have their fall pro um, mm-hmm. before they even can get hired by us. And then um, I'm the safety officer as well. So I go out monthly and do safety checks. So then we're making sure that all those steps are being prop, uh, being followed. But yeah, before they start any job, they have to fill out like their paperwork. So that's another thing that comes back to me. So this is another position that I'm hoping to hand off to uh, office staff because I hate that part of it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, basically, like, to be honest, we haven't hired anybody. Haven't had to, which is... That's that's lovely. It's been 
four or five years. We've had our same crews for forever, which is amazing. Nice. And then on the back end, is everything like automated then? Like you said, stated that you have a CRM program that you use like for the sales funnels, yeah, obviously. So, Do you have anything on like project management side? Yeah. So basically how it works is the call or the email will come into the office. Um, and then uh, her name is Carmen. She's like I said, awesome. Shout so out then, to Carmen. Yes, Carmen, love you. Um, so then from there, she'll book the appointments, and then the appointments will go to either Keith or Kenny or Neil, depending on what where they are and what services it is. And then once they sell it, it goes back into the C- – this is all through the CRM system. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to the office, and I'm also the project manager. So I will order the roofs and contact the clients to let them know this is when it's getting delivered, like you said. And then from there, I, get, I send off the information to the – crew boss as well through the same system and then they get that info and then they order the bins for us so that the bins show up on site and then once the guys complete their work they send me their invoice and then we invoice the client again through the same system and perfect what was that system all, called again you guys are using? it's called acculinks acculinks yeah, yeah so it's specialized yeah. for roofing it's a okay. roofing software system i think they're trying to branch out but when i found it like back in 2012 it was or I guess Met specialize in construction, maybe not yeah. roofing. Because you can, like most of them, you can customize. Yeah. It, yeah. Know, there's just, there's so thing. many out there yeah. to try for CRMs. Yes. Like, yeah. Especially like the last five years, how many of oh, different the, systems the rabbit hole you can go down. Like oh, Rob yeah. and I, we, we found Trello and we like Trello just for oh, like moving yeah. boards and things oh, around amazing. and auto- automated emails to clients. To clients. Like, oh. You just slide a board across and it emails, hey, your project's about to start. Hey, your project's ones. delayed. Hey, it's whatever might right. happen. Yeah. Um, so we don't have to Because it takes a human component out of the office. Yeah. You're not trying to write. I know that Trello did that. We just started using that for the chamber actually. Yeah, yeah I'll show has you some auto, cool automations yeah, to awesome. it. So there's there's so many out there, and there's so many specific ones like yes. for this business, and oh, yeah. some of them work. Like we've talked, uh, we talked to Mark and Lisa Hubtown for to get brewing software for mm. like. Like this, there's so many, yes, and each one has their oh yeah, yeah. like brutal. Well, that's um that's an industry that went from zero to hero in the last fifteen years. Absolutely, because yeah. growing up, brewing wasn't well. It wasn't beer tra- in your basement. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't trendy. It wasn't was something you could sell. And then, and it was, yeah, it wasn't like totally. as trendy and it wasn't something that was like sought after. It wasn't really like a huge market. Yeah. yeah so, right. yeah, there's so many different CRMs. That's why I was just curious what you guys are using and how you guys automate that and then who does what. That's right. always the key one is like who does what. Yes. Yeah. Because without the other one. Yeah, you can hire people and try and do it all by yourself, but yeah. it's, it's not ideal, right? Well, and as Keith mentioned too, we are just about to launch this drip campaign. So we were really hoping that our marketing team could integrate it with Acculinks. So as soon as we changed it from one step to the next in Acculinks, we'd automatically send those emails, but like they're not quite stuff. there yet. So we're kind of putting it in two different spots. So it's it'll be twice the work off the bat, but I think it'll be worth it in the long run. Well, and that's the big key, I think, for everybody is we're trying to mitigate as much human error as possible because yes. <laughs> it's with communication, that's where the biggest errors usually happen, right? No doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you can kind of mitigate it just through automation, saves you so much time. Yes. And headache. <laughs> oh, yeah. And headaches. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, we're actually like near the end of our episode. We've, oh, mm-hmm. We're almost at an hour here. Wow. So. Dang. Robin, you need to ask your favorite couples question oh, all the time. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> um, if you guys could go back, like before you started Guns and Hoses and give yourselves some advice, what would that be? About running your business or whatever it, it might can, be. It can, it can be, be about anything. Yeah, it can be about yeah. anything. But. Don't get involved in my question. <laughs> you want to go first? I need a second to think. If we could change it. Oh, give it advice. Just give advice. yourself advice. Like mm-hmm. knowing what you know now, like – yeah, it's almost 17 Just years for people in, listening, three what, kids what, later. <laughs> yeah. Well, my motto in life is live life to the fullest. Everything happens for a reason. Uh, I have it tattooed on my arm and I've just always lived by that. So I guess that's kind of what we've done, you know. So I would just, my advice would be just keep following your heart and follow your gut because everything does happen for a reason. And just the way, like again, the way we met and the way this whole company started and all the steps that it took to get there, like all the different pieces in life to bring us together and start this company. Like, I just know that this is where I was meant to be. And, you know, just don't second guess yourself and go in mm-hmm. both feet. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> well, there was definitely a few times where like, oh, is this worth, is this worth it? You know, yep. like, so I guess trust the process. Is, That's a is, good one. Is uh, a good way to 
look at it and then there's you know one fellow that you know didn't come up here that we hired it was a big mistake the hindsights oh, hey yeah. the hindsights <laughs> yeah so nope that would be it yeah so awesome well thank you so much for joining us today guys that was awesome thanks so, for having yeah. us That's appreciate fun. you coming on and uh yeah, we'll get one last thing. I guess I always let we always do, and I keep forgetting things today. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping parts and jumping around. I'm doing great. <clears throat> Let's just go back. Where can everybody find you again? Mm-hmm. So ever all our listeners can track you guys down if they need to. You bet. So online it's www.gnhroofing.ca or 403-796-ROOF. Amazing. Perfect. Okay, thank you guys for tuning in thanks for listening as always like share and subscribe if you like what you hear and you can find us at businesslifeofhusbandwife.ca on and then also facebook instagram business life of husband and wife and then the twitter at the biz life couple yeah so hey guys. thanks everyone thank you as always thanks for listening make sure to follow share and subscribe online check us out on all social medias at business life of husband and wife 